Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? So let's rock and Donald Trump should be here to answer for that, but he's not. And I want to look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight, not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's going to happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is going to call you Donald Trump anymore. We're going to call you Donald Duck. hey Whack, whack, whack. That is uh, former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, on the debate stage last night with a very lame dig at uh, Donald Duck Trump. I, you gotta wonder if there's just, you know, they were sitting around in some sort of uh, conference room and somebody wrote that for him, right? Or at least maybe he came up with it and workshopped it to his people, his campaign managers. And they were like, yeah, use that one. Yeah, that's really funny. That's really good. Here's the thing about Chris Christie. And that debate last night was, was a bleep show. It was awful. But Chris Christie's a good debater. Say what you want about the guy. He's got chops from his time as governor of New Jersey, debating the teachers' unions and things like that. That. I don't know what that was last night. No, and Mike Pence tried to do the same thing. <laughs> like Mike Pence, his first statement was some joke that fell flat. And then later on, he made some sort of joke about sleeping with a teacher. And who sat around yeah. in that room? Who sat around and prepped Mike Pence and said, Tonight, the world's going to meet wacky Mike Pence. <laughs> They're going to see a whole new side of your white-haired ass. It's going to be wacky Mike Pence tonight. Like, who are these god-awful political consultants that told him that was a good idea and told Chris Christie that duck joke was going to fly? I put this on our Twitter last night, Nigel, and I agree 100% with this. I will stand by this. I will shout it from a mountain. Last night's debate was like a preseason NFL game. Okay. The biggest star didn't play, and after about 15, 20 minutes, you're looking at your watch going, how much more of this crap do I have to put up with? <laughs> yeah, I was I was late to the party last night. I did watch a lot of it. I watched a lot of Trump. Um, surprisingly, I, I didn't get to finish the Bill O'Reilly Tucker uh, interview. Um, but it, it was just I, I at one point you know my wife has been out of town all week I just like I, I just turned it off and went to bed. <laughs> and I watched so you were the real of winner of the debate. I last was night. the winner I because you turned it off. <laughs> like it was bad to yeah. begin with, but then it got progressively worse. worse. Like the yeah. whole second half of that debate was worse than the first like, half. I feel like Hammer. They were all talking all over each other at all times. The moderators and the people up on stage. Right, and it wasn't just the candidates. I mean, it was a bad production. The lighting was bad. The audio was bad. The whole thing was a train wreck. And again, the second half of that debate, worse than the first half. RNC Chair Ronna McDaniel, your thoughts? We couldn't do diddly, poo, we sucked. The second half, we sucked. We got our ass totally kicked in the second half. It was a horse performance in the second half. Horse I'm totally embarrassed and totally ashamed. It sucked. It stunk. As well, you should be, Rana. Rana McDaniel, RNC <laughs> chair. Um, outrageously biased questions coming from one of the moderators. Like most of the night, 
most of the night. I thought Dana Perino was okay. She had a big flub at the end, and we'll talk about that in just a moment. But the other two folks, the man that I've dubbed Jim Varney and (laughs) this reporter from Univision, they were stiffs, and they lost all control. Only Dana was able to basically tell everybody, you know, hey, knock off the nonsense. We're trying to get some things talked out here. But this Univision chick... She was awful. Listen to this bullcrap question that she asked to Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis. Florida's new black history curriculum says, quote, slaves develop skills which in some instances could be applied for their personal benefit. You have said slaves develop skills in spite of slavery, not because of it. But many are still hurt. For the sentence of slaves, this is personal. What is your message to them? That's such a BS loaded question. Right. And it's a hoax of a question. Yeah, it's not real. It's No, it had been debunked previously. African-American scholars have said that, said as much. Kamala Harris and AOC were the ones putting out all this nonsense. Yeah. And it's been fact-checked and proved to be debunked. But this chick from Univision, Ilya Calderon, asked that to Ron DeSantis. I mean, what a ridiculous question. Vince Lombardi, your thoughts. I love we've heard from Jim Mora and Vince Lombardi (laughs) already into this segment. Uh, This was how DeSantis ultimately answered that question, though. So first of all, that's a hoax that was perpetrated by Kamala Harris. Uh, We are not going to be doing that. Second of all, that was written by descendants of slaves. These are great black history scholars, so we need to stop playing these games. Here's the deal. Our country's education system is in decline because it's focused on indoctrination, denying parents' rights. Florida represents the revival of American education. We're ranked number one in the nation in education by U.S. News and World Report. My wife and I, we have a six, five, and three-year-old. This is personal to us. We didn't just talk about universal school choice. We enacted universal school choice. We didn't just talk about parents' bill of rights. We enacted the parents' bill of rights. We eliminated critical race theory, and we now have American civics and the Constitution in our schools in a really big way, just like President Reagan asked for in his farewell address back in 1989. Florida is showing how it's done. We're standing with parents, and our kids are benefiting. And a rare moment of clarity last night where you could understand what someone was trying to say, Ron DeSantis squashes that ridiculous notion that the moderator asked and then went on to give his answer. I think DeSantis was the winner last night. I don't even know why they needed that Univision woman there. Half the time I really was having trouble understanding the words that were coming out of her mouth in the first place. She had no reason to be there. And uh, quote-unquote Jim Varney, pretty much the same thing. Should have just been Perino. Right. Right. Um, If you missed it last night, consider yourself blessed. Uh, (laughs) Nige, you said the winner was DeSantis. I would say Donald Trump was the winner last night because he wasn't a part of this. (laughs) He was speaking to the auto workers in Michigan. But if you missed a little bit of it, or maybe you haven't heard the highlights throughout the day, here's a little spirited back and forth. So Nikki Haley called out Vivek Ramaswamy's love of TikTok because Ramaswamy was talking about China sucks and China's awful and we hate China, rabble, rabble, but he loves TikTok. He's on TikTok. He does videos all the time. Chinese owned TikTok and Nikki Haley had had enough of it. 
There's one person on this. This is infuriating because TikTok is one of the most dangerous social media apps that we could have. And what you've got, I honestly, every time I hear you, I feel a little bit dumber for what you say. Because I can't believe they hear you've got a TikTok situation. What they're doing is these 150 million people are on TikTok. (laughs) That means they can get your contacts. They can get your financial information. They can get your emails. They can get text messages. They can get all of these things. This is very important for our Exactly what they're this doing. is very important and for our party, and I'm going to say it. You've gone and you've we helped China stop. build make medicines will, in China, not America. Me, you are me. now wanting kids to go and get on the social media that's dangerous for all of no. us. You went and you were in business with the Chinese that gave Hunter Biden $5 million. We can't trust you. Why do I care about Vivek on TikTok? I mean, she was going through a whole list and litany of reasons as to why, but that's the biggest issue in this country right now is is Vivek's use of TikTok? Really? She was basically calling him a hypocrite. I I understand that, but... (laughs) Okay, whatever. Fine, he's on TikTok. And that that right there, that sentiment you just had, sums up everybody's (laughs) thoughts on that debate. All right, fine, whatever. Because ultimately, it was a bunch of people on a stage, seven people, and we know, unless something happens to Donald Trump where he can't run... They're not going to catch, and they're not going to beat Donald Trump. So this was the JV game last night while Trump was in Michigan campaigning, trying to win over some folks that might be a little disenchanted with the Democratic Party, union workers who normally vote blue. This blank show was happening. And it was a disaster from the moderators to the panelists to the production element of it. The whole thing stunk. Um, We mentioned Vivek Ramaswamy. He had a moment that a lot of people, I guess, shared on social media where he talked about the discussion of transgender children. Transgenderism, especially in kids, is a mental health disorder. We have to acknowledge the truth of that for what it is. I met two young women early in this campaign. On parental rights in school. Parents have the right to know. And you know what the hypocrisy of this is? Even New Hampshire failed to actually get past a piece of legislation here. The very people who say that this increases the risk of suicide are also the ones saying that parents don't have the right to know about that increased risk of suicide. And I'm sorry, it is not compassionate to affirm a kid's confusion that is not compassion that is cruelty so this kind of thing went on all through the night but as we mentioned earlier the ending was so bizarre like the ending was the chef's kiss on this turd sandwich of a debate because not all of the candidates got a chance for a final statement only a couple did because Dana Perino tried to do this ridiculous survivor who would you vote off the island bit Which one of you, on stage tonight, should be voted off the island? (laughs) Please use your marker to write your choice on the notepad in front of you. 15 (laughs) seconds, starting now. Of the people on the stage, who should be... I'm absolutely serious. With all due respect, I mean, we're here, like, we're happy to debate. I think that that's disrespectful to my fellow competitors. Nobody wants to participate. I'm so glad DeSantis said that. I'm so glad he did. Basically saying this is this is not a circus, all right? We're not up here for your uh, quote-unquote entertainment. This is a very serious thing that's happening. We're not playing Survivor. And Dana Perino's better than I that. Know. Dana's smarter than that. And she had a pretty good night. All things considered, she was the only one trying to keep control up there. But she kind of blew it all at the very end.